Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Hi there, dear ones. It's Thanksgiving week. I hope you have so many reasons to be thankful this year, this week, this day. Um, thank you also for your kindness and understanding when I was not able to post anything last week. I was out of town on a family emergency, uh, which as always the universe guides and redirects and is able to make even very challenging and difficult things into teachable moments. So truth be told, I did not have anything specific in mind for this week. Um, but my experience last week and being out of town with my cousin who passed away from cancer, while it's still very raw and intensely painful, it has given me many teachable moments and I have no doubt it will continue to be a learning experience as I go through my grieving process. But um, what I've taken from it initially is what I would like to talk about today, which is giving presents. And I don't mean presents as in gifts. I mean presents as in being present in the moment, being here, being tuned in. Um, being fully committed to the moment or to the person or to the experience. So a little play on words, giving presence. That is what I would like to talk about this week. So again, I was out of town last week with my cousin, and we have always been extremely close. Even though there is an age difference between us, we have truly been almost like twin sisters. We just are so similar and have always been each other's favorites. And losing her has been utterly devastating, but I am so incredibly blessed and thankful in that I got to spend her last full day on earth with her. It really was, for the most part, just the two of us on her last full day. <coughs> and that was a real gift. And what I have gleaned from that experience is that I was completely and 100% present with her on that day. And of course we knew that things were getting close, but we could not have anticipated um, just how close she was to passing on the day that I had spent with her. Um, but I was not checking my cell phone. I wasn't thinking about work. I wasn't on Facebook, I wasn't getting, you know, it's easy when you're out of town and you're not in your own home, so of course I was not getting sucked into things like laundry and dishes and planning out next week's menu or worrying about if I was going to have enough food for Thanksgiving. It's easier to do that when you're away from home, but, you know, we always have our little cell phones in our pockets and it's very easy to tune out and put all of our energy into this little machine that all of our lives operate on, and I had none of that. Our, our whole day was uh, a lovely combination of just being curled up in bed together and talking and snuggling 
and looking at old pictures and telling stories and laughing and sharing wonderful memories and telling each other how much we loved each other and um, other than a little video chat with my husband because she wanted to see him and talk to him for a couple of minutes I really was not on my phone at all I was right there with her so I was tuned into uh, how her moods were changing how her pain levels were changing how her consciousness was changing I was very attentive to if she was thirsty if she was hungry if she was hot if she was cold uh, I was paying attention to her breathing um, monitoring her symptoms and yes truth be told there was a, a good amount of underlying stress but it really was a blessing just to have the whole day together and there were times where she slept and I would just keep my hand on her arm because um, as she would get restless and wake the first thing that she would do is either turn her head or reach her hand up to see if I was with her that's really what she wanted was just someone to be present and someone to be with her and I was along for that ride 100% every step of the way I didn't care if she was awake I didn't care if she slept um, I didn't care if she needed to have her catheter bag changed um, it was her and I in it uh, just spending the day together and telling each other how much we loved each other and really making the best out of a very sad situation and you know we didn't cry we didn't have any sorrowful goodbye conversations it really was kind of a highlight real day as much as possible looking at photos and telling stories and reminiscing and I feel so so lucky that I was able to be there with her and share that day with her and that's a gift that's kind of just for the two of us nobody else can say that they were with her on their last day it was just her and I which is I think how it was supposed to be so uh, my point being that I gave her my presence 100% and so my initial takeaway is that it is a, a mistake and a sadness that in this day and age we wait to give our presence to someone until there's something tragic like a grave injury or illness um, or impending death or a relationship starts to go down the tubes and we realize we need to be more tuned in to an intimate relationship or a friendship or you know someone in our family um, you know sometimes it happens for good reasons you know a newborn a baby certainly with my little niece I feel very present with her I don't have any desire to watch TV or um, be checking my phone or zoned into social media I really want to be there with her watching her uh, seeing the world through her eyes and creating memories with her as she's continuing to to be shaped into the person that she's going to be um, so sometimes we give our presence for wonderful reasons but often we wait until it's something sad and sorrowful and when we're living in this era of you know we have the tv on we have our computer we have our phone we have the radio we have the internet we're we're wired to multitask and even some of my clients are coming in and telling me that they actually have two computer screens that they're working on two computers <laughs> at work 
And even at that, they may have their earbuds in and be listening to music or a podcast. And we have so much overstimulation. Um, it's a real, it's a real sadness. And I think it's important that not just in the holiday season, but all year round, we get back into giving presents to each other. So what I love about Thanksgiving and Christmas and holidays like that is that we sort of collectively commit to being together, sharing a meal, telling stories, hopefully not talking about anything too stressful like politics or different value systems, but it's a day where everyone sort of collectively decides to just spend the day being together. And it's a wonderful thing. And inevitably, we all feel so happy and so refreshed and so glad for that experience. And sure, a big part of that is that we're with people that mean the most to us. But I think another part of that is that we have put aside all of those distractions and all of those things that are pulling us out in the world and in so many directions. And we're just present in that day and in that experience. Excuse me. So I'm inviting you to give presents, not just this holiday season, but all year round. But this is a wonderful time to begin practicing that. So there are so many ways that we can give presents. One of them could be as simple as um, committing to turning off the TV and not bringing any phones to the dinner table. Just having, you know, that half hour during mealtime to have a conversation or even just sit together. Um, you know, with, with my cousin, I was a little bit nervous about spending that whole day with her because I was wondering how we were going to fill that time. And I very quickly realized that we didn't need to fill the time. What was needed was for us just to be in the same space. And so there's certainly nothing wrong with just being with someone that you love and not needing to fill that space with empty conversation or a distraction like the TV. And in fact, many times when my husband and I travel, we may drive in complete silence for two hours because we're happy just to be in the car together. Um, We just like being in each other's company and we don't feel the need to fill that with, you know, any kind of fluff. So again, one way that we can begin to give presents is turning off the TV, putting down the phones, sharing a meal together without any distractions of technology. One of the most important things, and this is what I would love to know that you're practicing every day, all day, as much as possible, is just making eye contact. And again, I will be honest, I become guilty of this at times when you get into those familiar patterns and, um, relationships, you know, friendships, intimate relationships, family relationships, and you know someone's habits and behaviors and you can sort of anticipate what it is that they're going to be saying or talking about or their reactions, it's easy to tune out and only half pay attention to someone's story. And there's nothing more validating than giving someone all of yourself even if you don't agree, even if you don't find it interesting, just looking someone in the eye as they're telling you an account of their day or something stressful or something happy 
not halfway listening while you are doing a crossword puzzle or scrolling through your phone or uh, folding a load of laundry, but really giving someone all of your attention. I have no doubt that the increase of people going into therapy and taking um, you know, anti-anxiety and antidepressants is because we're not feeling seen and heard and witnessed and validated. And something as simple as eye contact, being 100% tuned into someone when they're talking is a gift that cannot be um, underestimated. Another thing that we can do to give presence is something as simple as touch. Like I said, there were times throughout the day where uh, my cousin was too tired to talk or she was in and out of consciousness and I just kept my hand resting on her arm so that if she woke or moved, she would uh, feel that I was right there with her. And touch is is very healing. And again, we can also do this in happy times. Sometimes I will be fully present in snuggling my puppy or in holding my niece. Um, so we can do it in happy times, but I want this to be something that we're practicing for each other day in and day out. And this is just a skill that we need to relearn. Um, you know, there was a time when not every household had a TV or a VCR or an answering machine. The beauty of the time that we live in is that there is really no excuse not to give presence. We can record things on a DVR. We can watch things on demand. We can download things onto our phone. We can stream them through the computer on YouTube or, you know, Audible or any other platform. Most of what we want is there just at our fingertips at a moment's notice. So there's no reason that you need to be sitting, half listening to somebody, watching Grey's Anatomy, or I don't know what's on TV these days. I don't watch television. Um, you know, whatever medical drama is of the season, you can record that. You can watch it on demand. You can hit pause and listen to someone. You don't have to worry about missing a phone call because we have texts and voicemails and emails. All of those things are there and you can respond to them at any point in time, but you can never get a moment back when someone is telling you something or sharing something with you. You can never get a moment back when someone is in need of you witnessing them and being there for them, whether it's a joy or a sorrow. And so that's why, once again, I just want to encourage you to give presence. Start with something small. Start with just five minutes. It's just a habit. We just have habits now that we have created and we can recreate them again into something more beneficial. So if your habit right now is to half listen while you're scrolling through your phone, just commit to five minutes. Don't check your phone. Take it. Don't even hold your phone. Put it in another room. Try that for five minutes. And then begin to work your way up. Try one night a week that you don't have the TV on while you're eating dinner. And you know, this is important for us to give presents to ourselves as well. And I've talked about this many times. Even if you're home alone, try not having your phone at the table. Try not having the TV on. 
Give yourself the gift of presence. Be fully immersed in the experience of your meal, the temperature, the texture, the tastes, how you're feeling in your body, some quiet time to reflect on your day. Um, you know, maybe sit by a window where you can look outside and see what the sky looks like. If there's any signs of nature or other life forms out there, give yourself the gift of presence as well. It's very healing. It's very good for our brains to take it back down to single tasking once in a while. So that is your challenge for this week. It should be relatively easy on Thanksgiving Day, but I wish for you the gift of presence for yourself, for others, and that it will be mirrored and reciprocated for you as you give it out into the world. I look forward to reconnecting with you next week. And as always, please email me or send me a message through my website, www.sheeler.net, and let me know how this podcast has been helpful to you. Blessings to you this Thanksgiving season, dear ones. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net or send me an email at ray at sheeler.net. Hope to hear from you soon.